Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. Well, you know, I made a big deal in earlier shows this year when the dollar got so strong that it almost reached parity with the euro. That's one dollar for one euro. So I suppose I got to suck it up and report on a reversal in the dollar's direction. Now, just a few weeks ago, Americans were looking forward to traveling to Europe this summer with a strong dollar. It's still strong, by the way, but not, not as strong as it was. It took as little as a dollar and five cents to buy a euro just last month in March. Dollar and five cents. Now, that compares to a year ago when it took a dollar and 38 cents to buy one euro. So big drop from 138 to 105. And some currency traders last month were predicting the dollar would continue to strengthen so that eventually, or very soon, one dollar would equal one euro. But there's been an abrupt U-turn. On Friday, the euro closed at about 112 to the dollar, up from 105 to 112. Now, you know, that sounds like it's pennies, but I mean, if you're spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on a hotel and food, it's not pennies. All right, coming up in this week's big show. No, not, it's not a big show. It's an epic show this, today. Denmark may be the first developed country to not accept cash for goods. It's already the case at some stores. We'll have details in a few minutes when we talk to a journalist who lives in Copenhagen. Then we'll get a first-person report from an American who was hiking near the epicenter of that earthquake in Tibet. His name is T.J. Grist. He was in the Himalayas. He was hiking in a riverbed when he looked up to see boulders as big as trucks falling from the sky. And what is it about Paris, anyway, that makes it so darn romantic? Author David Downey knows, after all, his new book is titled A Passion for Paris, Romanticism and Romance in the City of Lights. We'll meet him at about 33 after the hour. And if you're hoping to see animals in the wild in countries such as Zambia and Costa Rica, well, it's all about timing. Josh Cohen from the Wild Planet Adventures, from Wild Planet Adventures, uh, tells us the best time to go on safari. And finally, I know you've been waiting for this, the 12th Annual Duct Tape Festival is coming up in Avon, Ohio. It's not too soon to start your plans. We'll meet an organizer who can tell you how to get ready to attend. But first, let's take a quick look at some of this week's news and travel. Well, if you've flown in and out of New York's LaGuardia Airport, you know it's a pretty unimpressive gateway to one of the country's great cities. In fact, Vice President Joe Biden recently likened his experience there to visiting, quote, a third world country, unquote. Most terminals need major renovations. Its traffic patterns are a confusing mess. Parking is nearly hopeless. Well, for years, the Port Authority in New York and New Jersey have been weighing, has been weighing, uh, two competing $4 billion proposals to rehab the place. But that decision just got put off again this week. It keeps getting put off. So this week, a writer in the New York Times suggested instead of renovating LaGuardia, it should be closed and bulldozed. Shift flights to Newark and Kennedy, wrote a former official of what is now called the New York Metropolitan Transportation Council in a Times opinion piece. Build 30,000 homes on the 600 and acres, 680 acres of city-owned land that is LaGuardia and build that long-discussed fast train from Manhattan to JFK. I'm all for that. That would solve neighborhood complaints about noise pollution from the airport, provide affordable housing close into Manhattan, and use both suburban airports to their fullest extent. You know, visitors to Nevada often express surprise when they land and they click on the Uber app on their phones only to find there are no Uber cars in one of America's most visited destinations. It's apparently not going to change soon. For the second time, a bill allowing ride-hailing companies such as Uber and Lyft failed to pass the Nevada Assembly by one vote. Short of the two-thirds needed the passage. 
That collective sigh of relief you heard from Nevada came from Vegas taxicab drivers. So is Denmark showing us the future? The country apparently wants to eliminate cash as a daily means of transactions. Marissa Garcia lives in Copenhagen. She's an aviation writer. We've been privileged to have her on the show previously. Marissa, welcome back. Hello, Marissa. You there? Marissa? Yes. Hi. Are you? I just Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Yes, nice to be here again. So you're at ground zero there in Copenhagen. What is this cashless society vision the Danes have? Well, it's, it's really just an evolution of where we are right now anyway. Um, very few Danes um, use cash um, because you can just go to the store and, and use the card for everything. I mean, even if you're going to buy something as simple as a pack of chewing gum, nobody's going to look twice at you just for using the chip and pin card, um, which is what we mostly have. And then uh, we've also got mobile pay uh, from our banks, which is just a, a really convenient way of uh, paying bills on the fly right from your smartphone. Um, and then we have NFC uh, becoming active in many parts of the country. So we have a what? We have a what? What becoming active? Near field communications payment. That's where you just uh, put the card or the phone by the um, register, and it automatically deducts the money. Near field communications NFC. Now, Marissa, who is behind this? The banks, the credit card companies, the government? Well, uh, it's it's a com- combination of them, but the real push comes from the Danish Chamber of Commerce. They want to eliminate the risks for uh, retailers of carrying cash. I mean, it, by by having a, a cashless store, then you know there's not much to hold up, uh, or um, you know, for uh, employees to miscount. And there's the extra hours of work that go into re- reconciling a, a till are. Eliminated. So that's their argument in favor. I never thought about that. That's Well, those are all good arguments. Is this something that might eventually become law in Denmark? I mean, once folks all, all are accustomed to not carrying coins and bills around in their pockets? Well, it's going to Parliament now for, di- uh, for discussion. The, uh, what they would like is to have... Um, they're doing it in parts. They'd like to have certain stores being exempted from having to accept cash. Um, and right now, um, the ones that will absolutely have to uh, accept cash are, are key suppliers like supermarkets, doctors, dentists, um, the post office. But, um, you know, the, the uh, Chamber of Commerce wants to push further so that that is not required either. And ideally, um, if, if the government uh, goes through, uh, the government proposal goes through, uh, by January of next year, we won't really have any need for cash at all. Fascinating. Uh, Marissa Garcia is an aviation writer, and that's normally what we talk to her about. In fact, you can find her writing at Flight Chic, or Flight Chick, I don't know, Flight C-H-I-C.com. <laughs> Flight, Flight Chic? flightcheek.com. Marissa uh, from Copenhagen, thanks for dropping in and give us a bird's eye view from, the, from ground zero in Denmark. We'll watch this with interest. Thank you. When we come back here in Rudy Max's World, we'll have a first-hand report from an American who is hiking the Himalayas when that earthquake hit. Obviously, he survived it, but uh, he was in a riverbed and he heard what he described as a large you know, four jet planes flying over his head. He's, he's head. He'll tell us, uh, you'll, you'll hear in the interview, um, that, uh, uh, that he actually heard the noise before he felt the earth shake. Um, we all know, I'm going to tell you a little later this hour, by the way, 
about a couple tours that are this September after the rainy season ends where you can go and and uh, spend maybe four or seven days on a vacation in Nepal uh, helping uh, the locals um, rebuild that that country. I'll tell you about that. I'll also give you a website for that. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Glad you are. Stick around. We'll be right back with lots more travel talk. Nice to have you this weekend. Hope it's a pretty day where you are. If not, I hope it's a place where you need rain. There are many in the United States. Don't go away. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you're seeking an adventure of a lifetime, an easy trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time for Iceland. Yes, Iceland. The Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's world listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Reykjavik four-star city break with Spa and Northern Lights Tour, or the Iceland Escape for a unique spa and nature break tour. These are four-day, three-night trips starting around $500 per person. Seriously. Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on the Iceland Tourism Bureau link for these great trips and more. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to ReliefFactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's all natural and contains just four ingredients, omega-3, Reservatrol, Icarin, and Curcumin. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com, look under sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's world listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code Rudy. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. While no one can stop all identity theft, identity thieves are ruthless at what they do. And while nobody can monitor transactions at every business, LifeLock Ultimate Plus is comprehensive identity theft protection, helping to protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Visit LifeLock.com now or call and use my special promo code Rudy for a 10% discount. That's promo code Rudy to get a special 10% discount. Call 800-637-8149. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World, where we talk all travel all the time. This portion of the show is sponsored by Premier Meats at Weeby. That's W-E-B-E, WeebyMeats.com. Now, Premier Meats is a family-owned and operated business, been that way for over 50 years, offering the highest quality, never-frozen proteins delivered straight to your doorstep. We're talking about the best available. You can choose from an outstanding variety of fresh beef, pork, chicken, lamb, venison, bison, and seafood. Weeby Meats has been providing proteins to the top restaurants in the U.S. for decades, and now for the first time, you can enjoy them from the conven- at the convenience at your convenience at your own home. Weeby Meats uh, are packed and shipped 
cold. This is WeBeMeats.com is the website, by the way. They're always fresh, never frozen, and no one ever forgets the best meal they've had, whether you start enjoying the great meats at your own home or give them as a gift to family or friends. A truly elevated experience is guaranteed. WeBeMeats.com products are superior to supermarket meats and seafood because they're providing you with the freshest available, hand-cut by artisans, hand-selected for the highest quality, all sourced from local and family farms practicing sustainable, humane practices. They're minimally processed and raised with no hormones or antibiotics. Check them out today at WeBeMeats.com. That's W-E-B-E Meats.com. And enter promo code RUDY. Hey, listen to this. You'll get 20% off your order. So 20% off your order if you enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, at WeBeMeats.com. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. There's a direct link on the homepage. Uh, you know, there's an expression we often use uh, as Americans as you, you know, you'd have to be under a rock not to have heard about and fill in the blank. That would be a very inapt analogy to use in the case of my next guest because he was under rocks, um, unfortunately, and he could have been under a lot more rocks. Fortunately, he wasn't. T.J. Grist is a freelance writer who was hiking in the Himalayas when that earthquake hit Nepal. We reach him in Anatolia, uh, Turkey, where he's visiting some friends. Um, he writes for Nowhere Magazine, which is where I saw his, his writings. We'll put a link to that on my Facebook fan page, and I'll give you his website in the course of my conversation with him as well. TJ, first of all, I'm glad that you and I gather your fellow hikers did escape serious injury. Yes, that's correct. We were all right in the end. I'm glad of that. Your description in Nowhere Magazine, which is that you first heard a sound. You heard what you described as it sounded like four low-flying jets over your head. So you, you hear a sound before you felt the earthquake? Yeah, it was surprising. It was overwhelmingly loud before I even felt the earthquake itself. And, and, um, and could you tell where that sound was coming from? Did it seem to be coming from the earth or did it sound like it was in the heavens somewhere? It sounded like it was in the sky. Like I said, four jet planes or more even. And then the earth started to tremble. And you thought? I thought, my God, uh, what is happening? Because I had never been in an an earthquake before. And one of my guides yelled, earthquake. And that's when I knew, you know, it was an earthquake. And we were in a pretty serious situation in a riverbed and caught between two cliffs that were shedding rocks at a rate that I couldn't even believe. So you're in a riverbed. Is this a dry riverbed? It was a flowing river, um, fairly small, maybe 10 meters wide. You were hiking, though, not in a boat. Correct. I was trekking. You were trekking alongside the river. So you look up. Now, when you say you saw rocks falling, I'm trying to picture this. Are these gentle tumbles down a hillside, or are these plummeting boulders? They're not small rocks. They're boulders the size of refrigerators. And they're tumbling down, hitting trees, shredding trees, and even causing trees to explode and uh, fall down completely. And how close is this happening to you? Uh, This is about 100 meters up the cliff or up the slope that I'm on. Uh, Luckily, we're in a relatively safe part of the riverbed where this is happening. And what's your exit strategy here? Our exit strategy is just to wait it out until the trembling stops and the rocks hopefully won't hit us directly. And um, once the trembling stopped, we were able to make it to another area that was more safe, a flatter part of the riverbed that was um, between the cliffs as well. Now, why were these boulders not coming down to you? What was stopping them from reaching the riverbed? Well, there are a lot of trees that were in the way, um, pretty big trees, and they would hit trees and break apart 
uh, and veer off in different directions. Some of the rocks would make it down to the riverbed and explode upon hitting other rocks in the riverbed, which is pretty terrifying to watch. I imagine it was. And and did you, what did you think then? Did you think, uh, I'm getting out of this alive? I was scared for my life, for sure, um, and scared for the lives of my partners and a lot of the people I'd met on the two-week trek that I was on. Because you had actually broken bread with some of the folks who were at a base camp that weren't so lucky. Is that right? Correct. Uh, they were on base camp of Montesalu Peak, which is an 8,000-meter peak, the eighth largest peak in the world. And um, luckily, I heard later that they had survived uh, whatever had happened on Montesalu Peak. Luckily, there were no major avalanches that affected them, but oh. I was very worried about their lives. My guest is T.J. Christie. He's a freelance writer based in Madison, Wisconsin. We're reaching him in Anatolia, uh, Turkey right now. And he was in uh, Nepal during that earthquake. How far away were you from Kathmandu? I was about 70 miles from Kathmandu. I was 30 miles from the epicenter of the earthquake. Uh, Kathmandu so you, was about 50 miles from the epicenter. I was going to say, you're, you were closer to the epicenter than the, than the capital of Kathmandu, weren't you? That's correct. Now, did you eventually get to a village, and, 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 and was there destruction? It was a destruction where you were, besides obviously right there as you stood in the riverbed or ran, ran through the riverbed? Yeah, we made it to a trekking village later that evening, uh, and the trekking villages are fairly small, maybe 10 homes uh, and a few hotels, mainly for trekkers. So the villages are very small, and there was some destruction there of some traditional uh, religious sculptures made completely of local rocks, but nothing major had happened. I'd seen a large boulder that was wedged between two houses, but no major destruction there. And what did the locals tell you in this in in this trekking village? Did they say, "Whoa, this was an unusually large one," or uh, did they take it as a just a matter of the risk you have when you're living in the mountains? Yeah, you know, they hadn't felt a major earthquake since uh, one in 1934 that was about 8.0 in magnitude, and so they were extremely scared, just as we were, about the earthquake that had happened and. Uh, would run out of their houses every time there was an aftershock, and we'd all look up at the, the cliffs above, uh, seeing if there were any major boulders or rocks that were falling off that would, would careen into the houses we were trying to stay in. It sounds as if there were constantly cliffs above you. Could you not get above the cliffs? <laughs> That's correct. Um, the Himalayas are extremely steep mountains, so the whole time we were hiking next to this river and around the river are these large cliffs, maybe a thousand to 2000 meters in height. And, uh, they're really steep. So it's pretty hard to get away from these steep cliffs when you're hiking in the Himalayas. Well, pardon my naivete, but how do you get out of there eventually? Do you just have to walk yourself out um, to flat, to flat land or to where there's a trail going up one of these cliffs to flat land, pretty much, uh, the trail is leading out to the flatter valleys, but those are far away. So the only way is to walk out or to um, get helicoptered out if you're injured. How long did it take you to get away from the cliffs when you, had, when you walked out? It took us about two days, two or three days to get out of the uh, cliffs that we were in eventually. Were, the, were there serious aftershocks during those two days? Yeah, some of the aftershocks measured even 6.7, 6.9 in magnitude. Oh, my goodness. So that's, Th that's, that's enormous. Serious, yeah, it's enormous. And it's terrifying to watch rocks fall off mountains, even just on during the aftershocks. 
Well, you described in your writing in, in uh, Nowhere magazine, that, uh, which is an online magazine, by the way, that there was a low cloud cover at some point. So you didn't really see the rocks coming from wherever they were beginning to come from. They just sort of dropped. You saw them as they came through the clouds, which I would imagine would be even more frightening. If you can imagine trucks falling out of the ether, really falling out of the heavens, it's, it's, that's as close as I can get to being to describing it. It was pretty scary. And I presume there's noise that goes along with that. You can hear uh, what sounds like gunshots almost, just cracking, cracking rocks and boulders off of these cliffs. It's excruciatingly loud. Are you inclined to go back hiking in the Himalayas anytime soon? I am. You know, the people of the Himalayas are so kind. The Himalayas themselves are extremely beautiful. I've never hiked, and I do a lot of trekking, and I've never hiked in anywhere more beautiful. And what did, when, how did you get out of Kathmandu? I understand the airport was quite crowded and, and overwhelmed with aid coming in, etc. Yeah, luckily I had time on my visa, and I waited about 10 days before I left Kathmandu to Turkey. So the aid was still coming in, uh, but the planes were pretty well scheduled going out. TJ, I'm glad you're safe in Turkey. Thank you for the eyewitness report. Thank you, Rudy. TJ Christ's website, if you'd like to read his writing, is worldrockontours.com. Worldrockontours, all one word, dot com. Uh, check my Facebook fan page for listening to his piece, his first-person piece on being in, in a stone avalanche during that earthquake in Nepal. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're seeking the adventure of a lifetime, a fun trip that's unlike any you've ever experienced, then it's time to visit Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Right now, the Icelandic Tourism Bureau offers Rudy Max's World listeners exclusive trips that can't be beat, like the Iceland Luxury Tour or the Around Iceland's Ring Road. Packages are amazing eight-day, seven-night trips starting around $1,600 per person. The experiences and exclusives you'll receive are outstanding. Check these special offers out at rudymaxa.com and click on the link to Iceland Tourism Bureau. If you suffer from muscle or joint pain, inflammation, or other aches, give All Natural Relief Factor a try. Just go to relieffactor.com and order your two-week trial pack for $19.95. Stop popping those over-the-counter, body-harming painkillers. Instead, get Relief Factor. It's all natural and contains just four ingredients— Omega-3, Reservatrol, Icarin, and Curcumin. This product works, and if you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com, look under sponsors, and experience life pain-free again. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy Maxa's world and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at lifelock.com you know i've been telling you the past few weeks some true stories of people who, whose identity theft uh, whose identity was stolen uh, this one uh, this one's a particularly uh, sad one it was a, involved a terminally ill woman uh, in new york um who was dying of cancer when an identity theft withdrew thousands from her bank account. Bank cameras uh, showed a, a, a female thief stole $9,200 from the victim, who, by the way, since passed away. Uh, that suspect also opened four 
store credit cards in her name, racked up about $4,000 in, in bills. It left the sister of the deceased uh, tasked with taking care of her sister's affairs. Found more credit cards had opened. It went on and on. Police are still investigating. They're, they're, they're still continuing their investigation. But you don't want this to happen to you. Identity theft, even if you're not suffering from a disease or near death, is it's, it's, it's a terrible thing, and, it, and it's, it's rampant. So whether you're making purchases in stores or online or in a hospital bed like that poor one in New York, we use our debit and credit cards every day, and since about everything about us is stored somewhere, all it takes is one hack, one breach, and thieves have got everything they need to know to take over at least your financial life. Consider getting LifeLock Ultimate Plus. It's the most comprehensive identity theft protection available, helping to protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Visit LifeLock.com now and enter the promo code RUDY. That's my name, R-U-D-Y. Or call 800-637-8149 and mention RUDY to save 10% on a LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Or you can go to RudyMaxa.com. The homepage is a link to LifeLock there. The number is 800-637-8149. And mention Rudy for a 10% uh, uh, discount. LifeLock.com. There you go. I have uh, uh, my next guest. Well, what is it? Let me ask you. I was thinking about this as I was looking at my next guest book uh, when it arrived in the mail. What is it about Paris that is so darn romantic? David Downey knows. Oh, my goodness. He spent... Uh, uh, almost 30 years of finding an answer to that. And uh, one of the results of that is is this book, a new book called A Passion for Paris, Romanticism and Romance in the City of Light. And it really is, well, I'm going to let David Downey describe it to you, but let me see if I can encapsulate you for you. It's really a look at the artists and bohemians and writers and and, and poets and, and uh, theater uh, aficionados of the 19th century in Paris. And it describes David's arrival there and, and, and his basically two-decade walk, three-decade walk through Paris to imagine the lives of these folks. David, is that a fair enough uh, beginning to describe your book? I think you've done a great job, uh, Rudy, and I'm thrilled to be on your program. Well, so we have, we have a book that is peopled by uh, Victor Hugo, Balzac, uh, Baudelaire, George Sand, Chopin, Flaubert, Franz Liszt, and, and some folks I had never heard of who were players with them and equally fascinating, by the way. Um, so did you, when you moved to Paris and you, you lived in this, how many floors up, nine floors up with cold water, Garrett? Uh, uh, seven floors up. Seven. Uh, yeah, it was a cold water Garrett. Might as well have been uh, nine, right? Uh, pretty rough, but I loved it. You know, I was young and Paris was romantic. I was living La Boheme. <laughs> and, and, and this is, this is, is a book, it's not technically a walking tour, but it's, it's a, is it fair to say it's a several decade walking tour on your part to rediscover the history and put together the lives of some of these fascinating folks from the or this, this very romantic era? Yeah, I think that's a very good way to put it. What, what I what I wanted to do was make links between the 19th century and the greats like Victor Hugo or, or Baudelaire, as you mentioned, and um, and today because uh, my thesis, which is a big word, is that the Romantic era lives on in Paris. You know, uh, the, the Parisians, the French, essentially. Their mindset is still in the 19th century when Paris was the capital of the world. And I think one of the reasons it's such a romantic city today is not just because it was so preserved. I mean, you're walking through the same city that Victor Hugo knew. Um, it's also because of the people. You know, the Parisians really are fundamentally 
thoroughgoing romantics. They're much more romantic than any other nation I, I know of. And you've lived in several other places in the world. Yeah, I lived in uh, Rome. I lived in Milan. I lived in New York. I grew up in San Francisco and Berkeley. I, I lived in a, in a lot of places. And I guess what uh, always uh, fascinated me was why Paris had become the most romantic place on earth. I mean, uh, Venice is fantastically romantic. I think Amsterdam is romantic. There are even aspects of New York that are romantic. Sure, and San Francisco ain't bad either. Yeah, San Francisco. San Francisco, ain't bad. I love Did, you San Francisco I Did you find romance oh, yeah. there? Did you find romance there? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Is yes, your wife? But I, you, you know, I met, I met the woman who became my wife in Paris, and she's a photographer, um, Alison Harris. And, you know, that may have uh, augmented my sensation of uh, Paris being romantic, but, you know. There's no, mention of, there's, there's no mention of that romance in the book, I noticed. Uh, no, I mentioned it a little in the beginning, but, you Briefly, know, yeah. in my earlier book, um, Paris to the Pyrenees, where she and I walked across France and then over the Pyrenees into Spain, um, I, I, I talk about our relationship a lot, so I think you did this it time around, I... Yeah, I wanted to concentrate on Paris. Too short an interview with David Downey. Let me recommend the book. If you are in love with Paris or want to fall in love with Paris and are interested in the history, particularly the 19th century, his new book is called A Passion for Paris, Romanticism and Romance in the City of Light, and it is published by San Martin's Press. And you can find more information by going to David Downey, D-O-W-N-I-E.com. David, too fast. Got to go. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. I could either ignore it or face it. My child had trouble grasping math concepts. You don't want your kids to fail at math. You want them to have confidence and the skills to take them where their dreams are. Math Made Easy wants to make you an offer. They'll improve your student's grade by at least one full grade or your money back. Teachers can't slow the pace for each student. Math Made Easy can. For more than 20 years, Math Made Easy has been helping hundreds of thousands of students grasp challenging math concepts using a step-by-step -step approach. The affordable Math Made Easy programs help students visualize math concepts with engaging and dynamic lessons. Students learn at their own pace. Call 1-800-USA-MATH. That's 1-800-USA-M-A-T-H. Or visit mathmadeeasy.com. Enter code R6 for a special discount. Call 1-800-872-6284. Or visit mathmadeeasy.com. And enter code R6 for a special discount now. This is a special announcement for all Americans who owe back taxes to the IRS or state. Pay attention. There is a special toll-free hotline set up especially for you. This hotline will give you free information on how you can legally reduce or eliminate your tax debt. Call the Consumer Tax Hotline today at 1-800-282-1646. Grab a pin or put the number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-282-1646. When you call, you will speak with qualified companies that will tell you how to stop the collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments. Plus, these companies will deal directly with the IRS on your behalf, so you won't have to. Even if you haven't filed returns or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get relief. The current government administration is very amicable and wants to work out a program in your best interest, but this won't last forever, and your tax problem only gets worse if you do nothing or try to handle it yourself. It does make a big difference in who you call, so call the Consumer Tax Hotline today for free information. 1-800-282-1646. That's 1-800-282-1646.
Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour just swab your teeth and you're done it removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers try power swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-204-1201 that's 1-800-204-1201 i guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today dial 1-800-204-1201 that's 1-800-204-1201 To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's world. This segment of the show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Now, i got to tell you, we are just loving MyPillow.com. If you're like the carries and me, you've probably tried a lot of pillows over the years at home or in hotels, wherever. But there's something special about MyPillow.com, and we're all certainly sleeping better because of them. The Carries and I have both uh, tried it in our own homes. Each MyPillow is made right here in America with all American materials, and these pillows can be washed and dried. They come with a 60-day guarantee to provide the best sleep of your life, or you can return them for a full refund. And here's the deal that you want to take advantage of before it's gone. As a special offer for Rudy Max's world listeners, you can now buy one, get one free. Just call 800-775-1983. Or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. Or you can go to RudyMaxa.com and right there on the homepage, you'll see a link to get that buy one, get one free deal. RudyMaxa.com. All right. So you want to see wild animals. You want to go overseas and see some exotic uh, creatures. The key is there are different times of the year to see different animals in different places. I'm delighted to have a, an expert on exactly that, Josh Cohen, with me on the phone. Josh, hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. And Josh Cohen uh, is the, well, he's, he's the brains behind um, Wild Planet Adventures. He's the director. And Wild Planet Adventures is a travel company that will take you all over the world uh, at various times to see the animals at their peak times. Josh, it is all about timing, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, I think that's one of the things that very few people realize when they're uh, looking to travel and looking to see different animals is that uh, there's so many different subtleties to seasons. So a great example of that, for example, is uh, Costa Rica, where uh, there's a, a dry season from typically Christmas to mid-May, but then the rains come in very slowly and gently from mid-May to June, and then they taper off in a weather pattern that's called veranito, which literally means little summer. And those flowering trees and flowering fruits that occur from the initial rains of May and June bring a lot of wildlife. Uh, And then you get, of course, this break in the rainy season. That means great wildlife uh, viewing. So it's a perfect season in July then uh, to see wildlife, which is more of a shoulder season. But at that time of year, we tend to see more volume of wildlife and more rare and endangered animals 
uh, than any other time of year compared to the dry season where we would typically see uh, you know, a large volume of wildlife and more newborn young uh, as opposed well, I, to more I, endangered animals. I know from reading your site that March to October is right, well, which is right now, is great time to go to Borneo, which is third, our, third largest island, uh, I think, in, in, in the world, if not, uh, it, it certainly is the largest in Southeast Asia. It's in Indonesia, and this is the time when uh, you run a weird and w wonderful wildlife eco-tour that combines uh, rainforest hiking, eco-responsible river cruises, and orangutan a rehabilitation center visit, but what? Let's talk about the big one, which is which is Africa. When is it best to go to see the animals in Africa? Well, you know, it, it really depends on where you go, and um, we specialize in Zambia. There's so many different uh, great advantages that Zambia has compared to more traditional safaris of Kenya and Tanzania and South Africa and places like that. If you're going to do Zambia or Zimbabwe nearby. Uh, then really the best time of year is going to be from uh, early July through uh, the end of October. And the weather pretty much gets hotter and drier as it goes along. Uh, the, the advantages of July and August is you still have some of the, uh, the green and lush um, and a lot less travelers at the time of year, and you're still going to see a ton of wildlife. But then as it gets drier, there's more competition amongst the watering holes. You have better chances of seeing fights happening and hunting and things like that. Um, and some people really like that. It gets very hot, there's less water, and therefore the animals are more exposed and easier to see. Um, I was mentioning you know, the differences between Zambia versus uh, even Kenya, Tanzania. One of the main ones is um, Zambia is the home of the walking safari and the canoeing safari. So it's the only place where you can actually, uh, you know, not just sit in a jeep, but be more active, more participatory, which means a more authentic, more intimate experience of the African bush uh, by combining different activities. I like that option of not being in a, in, in a, necessarily in a Jeep all the time. Um, and I've not been to Zambia. I'm dying to go there. I, would, I, I hear such great things about it. If you would like uh, more information, not only on Zambia and, and Indonesia, but also Peru, Panama, and as, uh, uh, as Josh mentioned, Costa Rica, visit the website for uh, uh, Wild uh, Planet Adventures. And it's very simple. It's wildplanetadventures.com. Josh, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I hope, uh, I hope you have a, a great rest of the year animal-wise. Well, thanks so much. Appreciate uh, your time, Rudy. Take care. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Glad you are. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Travel Talk. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour. This segment is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Let's be frank. Pillows are very, very personal things. Uh, a few weeks ago, MyPillow.com joined as a sponsor for the show, and they sent me two of their pillows. Well, I was a little loath, frankly, to give up my pillows. I had two uh, nice, fluffy, downy pillows that I've had for years. And that's one of the problems. You keep pillows for years, and they sort of lose their oomph. Um, so I tried them, and I liked them, actually. I liked them a lot. 
Uh, found out they're actually made here in Minnesota, where I, and I guess I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. They're made somewhere right around the Twin Cities here. Quite interesting. It's made here in America with all American materials, and they can be washed and dried. I like that as well. They come with a 60-day guarantee, so if you, uh, if you buy them and you don't like them, you can send them back for a full refund. But they offered a special deal to listeners of this show. You can buy one and get one free. If you call 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, um, you'll get a second pillow for free. You'll also find the link at RudyMaxa.com, the radio show's website. Right on the homepage, just click on it, and you'll get your two pillows. You'll only pay for one and see if you like it as much as, as, much as I do. Um, it may be spring or even summer where you live, but atop Mammoth Mountain in California, another 18 inches of snow fell on Thursday with more predicted. So the slopes are still open. The ski resort's email announcing the big snowfall was headlined, Closing is for Quitters. That's a play, conscious or not, I think, on that classic line from the David Mamet play and movie called Glengarry Glen Ross, where, uh, um, where the uh, head of the sales team says, coffee is for closers. Anyway, at Mammoth Mountain, closing is for quitters. So if you want a little more skiing in Mammoth Mountain, California's a place to go. Um, Patty Sack. Well, let's put it, let me start this way. I know you take duct tape seriously. So we're giving you a couple weeks notice here for the upcoming duct tape festival in Avon, Ohio. It draws about 40,000 people a year. And uh, I have no doubt you're going to want to be part of this. Patty Sack is the media manager for the 12th annual Avon Heritage Duct Tape Festival. Patty, welcome to the show. When's the festival? Hi, how are you? The, Fine. the festival what? is Father's Day weekend, so it's coming up fast. And what date's Father's Day weekend? Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm a father. I should know this, but. June 19th through the 21st, but Father's Day is actually Sunday the 21st. Okay, so 19th, 20th, 21st. Okay, good. So that's more than three weeks. You can still get a cheap airline ticket. Where do you fly into to get to Avon? You fly into Cleveland Hopkins Airport. It's okay, about 20 minutes um, from the airport. As a Buckeye, I should know these things, but I've, I thought I'd heard of every town in Ohio. I haven't gone to Ohio University, but I've not heard of Avon. So 12 annual duct tape festivals. Why? How did this start? Why there? Why duct tape? Well, um, it is the home of the duct tape capital of the world. It's where what? duct tape is, is made and shipped out of. No. It's made right there in Avon, Ohio? Well, it's actually shipped out of Avon, Ohio. It's made in North Carolina. And why don't they just ship it out of North Carolina? Well, it's because our, our that because we've Avon, stumped, Pat, um, we've stumped the, Patty Sack. <laughs> you, no, you didn't stump me. I'm just trying to think of the easiest way to say this. Okay. Sure Tape purchased our company a few years back, and they um, have been a longtime partner of ours making our duct tape for us. Okay, I guess. So All right. they continue to make it for us, and we, um, we re-roll it, slit it, and ship it from Avon. Okay, so you do do something with it in Avon. All right, so yes, people, uh, people, there are contests where people uh, make, you know, can make their entire wardrobe out of duct tape and, and win a prize. What else goes on during a duct tape festival? Why do tens of thousands of people come there every Father's Day weekend? We get about fifty to 60,000 people in the oh. three-day weekend, and there is something for everybody to do at you know, the festival. And this being the 12th annual, we're going to let duct tape take you on a tropical vacation. Um, throughout the weekend, you will have the opportunity to see larger-than-life sculptures made out of duct tape um, throughout the festival grounds. Uh, we have a craft tent where you can try your own hand at making a craft and you know, giving it to Dad for Father's Day or <laughs> um, 
you know, you can just partake in all of the fun, you know, foods and entertainment um, as festivals offer. There's duct tape soup, duct tape ice cream, duct tape pasta. No, I know. How many, well, uh, how, no. many color, how many colors and designs are there of duct tape? We currently have over 250 colors, designs, and licenses in duct tape. No. So if you can think it, it's, it's part of our um, portfolio. I thought it was either black or gray, and that was the end of the story. Clearly, I'm 248 colors and designs behind. <laughs> yep. All right, so where does someone stay when they, stay, when they come to Avon? I mean, how, where do 60, 40, 50,000 people stay? Well, they come from all over, you know, the, the greater Ohio area, Michigan, but they also come from, you know, I, I've met people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's hotels here in Avon. Um, there's also hotels in the surrounding communities. That I, guess, I guess you could stay in Cleveland, right? Absolutely. All right. Patty Sack is the media manager of Ohio, Avon, Ohio's 12th annual Avon Heritage Duct Tape Festival. It's Father's Day weekend, uh, June 19th, 20th, whatever the weekend is right around there. You can find more details by going to ducttapefestival.com. Patty, have a great fest. Thank you. Well, now you know what you're doing for Father's Day. That's, that's terrific. So what airline ranked worst in customer satisfaction, according to a recent poll by the American Customer Satisfaction Index people? No surprise here. It's Spirit Airlines. That's the low-cost carrier that charges for extras such as printing a boarding pass at the airport, having a glass of water, carry-on bags. The company says, yeah, but our fares are on average 40% lower than the competition. And it tries to educate passengers before they buy a ticket so they know what to expect. JetBlue went to the head of the class net survey, by the way, is the most loved airline. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We're going to take a break for about six minutes to stations we're leaving. See you next week. And otherwise, hang around. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.